I'm watching him press these fittings, and these kids are sitting there like, oh, yeah, okay, that's that was pretty cool. That was pretty easy. And I'm like, man, I remember when I was running a threader yep. and bringing in two-inch pipe on a townhome that we spent weeks to pipe. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, look at that mega press. I'm like, listen to me, kid. You don't understand. No. This is incredible. <laughs> like, I just want to <laughs> shake him and slap no. him around. I'm like, dude, I was dying at the end of the day doing that job. Like, So what's up, HVAC crew, trade crew? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D. Powered by Keystone Sales and Associates, your premier mid-Atlantic manufacturers rep. Also, One Thing Marketing had the... Uh, show recently come out with Britt. she killed it um so check them out we have got a lot to get to we uh if you're listening to this you and you're listening up to date this is our after ahr show so we're going to go through some of that and some of the other crap that we've gotten into so uh without further ado let's get it going yeah come on the old sultry yeah come on way it goes man code what's that gonna do i don't know what qr code are we scanning um look it's a beer who or if it's how i set the airflow up on this thing <laughs> you never know is it a very is it a variable yeah, <laughs> is it got variable proceed delivery and they can <laughs> God, it depends on the level of tilt variable speed beer delivery so what's up trade crew welcome back to hvac r&d it is good to be back uh dennis and i have had a lot of stuff going on since uh ahr we've taken a little bit of a break getting out some of our shows we recorded down there it's taken some time to get it put together uh first time we've had to deal with editing live shows we've still got a couple more that we're trying to figure out how to work but the background noise for some of it was a little bit rough on some of the ones we did at the booths. So we're working on those. Hopefully we can get them cleaned up for you guys. But hopefully you're uh, following us on social media. If you're not, please find us on Instagram and TikTok at HVAC.R&D. As well as on LinkedIn and Facebook at HVACR&D. And also on Trade Hounds. Additionally, while we were at AHR, we uh, launched our website, which is still a landing page and a email mailing list sign up. But very soon it will be the location of the one and only HVAC R&D Vendor Hub. 
with some great discounts from some of our sponsors, some more information about our platinum and premium sponsors. So make sure to check that out for any other information. You can always check the link tree links in the bios of all of our social media. But, uh, you know, normally I would introduce a guest, but I guess I'm back to introducing my co-host whose beer is sweating away over there. So, uh, get to it, brother. What are you drinking? I am drinking. It's golf season. Golf is in the mix. So I have my Mick Ultra here with the golf ball print. Solid. <laughs> and the QR code that I just scanned and I have to put my birthday in. I mean, if I've, if, you know, what, what are we doing here? Let's see. Um, I don't know what this is. What's, what's the QR code? on the side of a beer maybe you went a golf trip 1982 yikes um yeah so so while we were on a break uh dennis uh gained another year on me <laughs> yeah so happy birthday yeah appreciate it it's uh they're not as cool anymore honestly big 41 so i'm not i'm not in my four well i'm not 40 anymore so that's good Hey man, 41's a good year. Cajun Joe was born in 41. The uh, the Midway was CV41. So, uh, solid number there. Looks like I can only... Oh! oh. There's what only... you got there? Yeah. What do you think I got here? <laughs> the old... <laughs> the old hitchhiker. Speaking so... of... Speaking, I was going to say, speaking of the hitchhiker, uh, I actually drove by the origin circle k of the hitchhiker and took some video of it the other day i just hadn't used it yet i was waiting for this show nice the hitchhiker origin story sounds like a netflix documentary so uh what did you uh well well, i don't want to get into it yet but i did think it was funny when we uh i guess we can say this on the show now but all the live episodes when everybody was if everybody was listening uh we did bring a cooler up on stage. Now we we were given that cooler. Um, it was the AHR cooler that they yes, sent. Yes, that us. was the the AHR igloo promo cooler. Uh, so we we loaded it with beer. So we we're in between the uh, podcast pavilions. We're um, on each side of the beer garden. So everybody's in this long line, and we're just up there cracking beers. And all the fans were like, what is going on up there? And we're like, this is how we party. So look out, Chicago. We got some better ideas coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some some cool stuff in the works for uh, AHR. What's the, what's our countdown now, dang it? Because so, it's in January. So uh, I think we're oh, already. Yeah, I think it's January 22nd through the 24th. Think. Oh, okay. So it's telling the tail side, tail in there. AHR Chicago 2024. Yep. January 22nd through the 24th at the McCormick Place Convention Center. Looks like I can only enter. I'm, I'm entering to win a prize here on this QR code, so I don't have time for this. What is the prize? That's, we just want to know well, what the prize is. It, do, it's, it doesn't say. 
Oh, exclusive. Uh, we can get a foursome to the TPC of Sawgrass. It is a golf trip. I was right. Yeah. Hell yeah. PGA instincts Tour tournament. Correct. Um. Oh, wait a minute. Grand prize. Experience all three 2023 U.S. majors and win all exclusive trip for you and one guest. Whew, you win a hat trick, sir. Jeez. <clears throat> All right, well, I'll throw my name in the hat there. I'm on a roll, actually, so I won the, uh, you know, I won a press kit at AHR. Yeah. A uh, press, like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yep, you remember nice where it was RLS from? victory. It was an RLS. RLS, yeah, but yep. I wasn't present, so I didn't yep. win it. We were we were busy in the podcast building at that time. Yeah, still $2,500 think press gun. I need to lodge a formal complaint to uh, Jessica and Paul. <laughs> right so ahr live what'd you think it's a good time i think uh i mean the whole uh, the podcast was great um next time i almost want to bring a different chair though those chairs were rough yeah they were just metal foldable well mine wasn't the metal foldable mine was the weird like curved back plastic one it's like either you had to sit up on the edge or you like sunk so far back in it you were like hunchbacked over to try to get to the microphone. So we bring a just... cooler, we bring a chair and a bag, a pop-up tent. Yes. Some tiki torches. We'll just tailgate up there. I like it. No, that's what we should do. I didn't think about that. We should have went and talked to the people at the truck booth and be like, hey, can we tailgate in the back of this truck and record a show? <laughs> that's a great idea. Nobody steal that. Copyright right now yeah i thought it was so you gotta either interact with the crowd or you've got to do a podcast and act like the crowd's not out there one of the two and how often do you get to do a live show first of all exactly so i'm just going to interact with the crowd that's kind of what we did so if you listen to some of those shows you know there's a couple things you're not going to understand because we're talking to somebody or they're doing something but other than that they're not bad shows. Um, no, I am. Um, they're obviously a little more fun in person. But. Oh, they're definitely funner in person. But, you know, I, I used to play live music. I know you used to play music and everything, too. That's just, dude, I loved being in front of a crowd. It was so much fun. Yeah, so that was, was cool. That was just like sending me back to my old band days. Except before, when I was in the band, I didn't have a microphone. Right, I was behind the drum set. I didn't get to talk to people, so this was like kid in a candy store. Uh, you wasn't a singing drummer, no. God, that's tough, no, man. You see guys doing that? that imp- that's very impressive to me. Yeah, no joke. I couldn't do that. There's no way in hell. That's like the extreme patting your stomach, rubbing your head, or patting your head, rubbing your stomach, whatever it is. Um. Oh yeah. No, what do you call it? Jeez. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, just timing. <laughs> trying, trying to play and sing. It just guitar is one thing, but drums, it's, it's very difficult. I am uh, no Phil Collins. I will say that. <laughs> All right, so let's get into talk well, about. I was gonna say, what? should we talk about uh, some stuff in the news and a little bit of catch up, and then we'll. 
kind of dig into just running through all the AHR shenanigans? Yeah, so I found this article just, you know, when you open up Google, you're going to search something. There's always some articles there. It's usually based on what you look at, um, you know. But mine was a heat pump article, which we can kind of tie this into AHR. You know, I told Ryden that I didn't see a whole lot of furnaces being rolled out. You know, if a brand had a furnace that they changed the board on or something, they had it on the floor. But as a general rule, everybody was kind of showing off their heat pumps. And then some um, booths didn't have any equipment at all, which was even more interesting. Yeah. I was wanting to get into that. I hope, hopefully don't have any train guys on here. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll take care of that later. <laughs> but, that was rough. Um, yeah, so there was a heat pump article from the New York Times um, and everybody you know if you if you follow HVAC and read at least an article here and there you'll know that heat pumps are what everybody's pushing for um, and I don't know what you're seeing over there with your your equipment but it's it's coming in hot I mean they're upgrading these furnaces a little bit but there's not much left to do on a furnace no, there's really not. And then, you know, we're a few years removed from them getting rid of 80s down here in the south. That's coming. Um, and most everywhere else, they may keep them in the southwest just because they're, the amount of heating days is so much more limited. But 80s are going away. All these guys that are worried about putting 90s in attics. You're either going to have to learn how to do it or you're just selling pumps, buddy. Yeah, I don't I mean, obviously in Atlanta, I didn't really have a whole lot of problems with 90s in the attic. Maybe once every five or six years. And that's only that's just leaving it raw, right? Not insulating everything, just leaving it like it is. The only problem you'd have was a frozen drain outside. Yep. Um, or if it went into a pump, pumped it out, then the clear tubing froze on the end. Um but it has to be single digits for a couple days for that to really start setting in. Well, and, you know, we've talked about it before. I guess I was I was conditioned differently about furnaces and dual fuel, everything. Um, old Cajun Joe was always on top of it. I, I'll be honest, until I got into wholesale, um, I had seen, you know, 80% furnaces on price sheets, but I'd right. never sold one. We sold nothing but 90% stuff with LP kits where we were. And almost every single time we went dual fuel so that we could try to keep people's gas costs down because it's so ridiculous up there because there's well, no natural say, gas. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's where we put dual fuel in too. Same thing. I was going to say this. So this article has got a little chart here. In 2002, heat pump sold was probably one and a half million gas furnaces was three 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 and a half and then 2022 heat pumps passed uh so that so from 2002 to 2022 they ne heat pumps never passed gas furnaces looks like 2020 to 2022 they went ahead and passed them and by quite a bit so 2022 was a shit road of heat pumps sold over gas furnaces well and that's also where you know 2020 through, US too, but 
but through the kind of that pandemic period is also when we really started seeing manufacturers come out with, you know, the side discharge with traditional air handlers, all that stuff just started pumping out. Right. Um, you know, a few other people had kind of started that game, but 2020 through 21 is when it just started just showing up everywhere. So one thing it says, like, everybody's like, yeah, you know, the, the, the two stages minimum and this and that. So a lot of that's the two stage, you know, you're not getting any more heat out of that, right? That's a, that's a dehumidification product essentially. Um, it's what we're getting on the heat side that it's going to cause it to become more popular all over the world. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not on the AC side. Um, sure. They're efficient, you know, an inverter's efficient on the AC side, but the, uh, the variable speed compressor on the heat side, I know the product I train on, one of them can hit 130%. Um, you know, that's your mini split style product. The, uh, and the base model hits 110%. And that's where you're going to get another 10 degrees out of the supply on heat, you know, um, higher than a, you know, a normal unit. But it says right here, and I didn't even think about it it says a gas furnace or you know oil burning furnace they don't they don't make one that's 100 percent, right what's what's the best we got 98 um 98s 99s there's the only thing you see a hundred percent sticker on is the old mobile home electric furnace you don't see it on anything pumping gas (laughs) right so pumping gas it has to create it has to create energy right it generates heat um heat pumps transfer heat so heat pump pulls heat from outside and you know obviously as it gets colder there's less heat it starts losing its efficiency out there or its uh you know capacity but the gas furnace is is basically they're creating heat right so they have to work harder and yep guess they're looking at it like that it's one way that's a different way to look at it but it says the heat pumps will achieve more than 300 percent efficiency in some cases but yeah i was just looking at this article of course they always got a picture of a mitsubishi uh like a vrf or something on a rooftop yep. in new york yep, yep. four foot of snow underneath it um but just your regular northern u.s areas um they're start they're starting to uh, like the heat pumps man well and you know we watch we watch it's it's hot i mean the older generation don't like that heat but yeah well like i said we watch um jeff and all the guys from from his crew up there in new jersey and flynn and we're seeing more and more pumps than furnaces right yeah, you're right. A lot of his posts are are more heat pumps, and then well, seeing uh, a lot of mini splits too, like five well, five head yeah. units. They put a lot of those in. Yep, and then seeing uh, like Justin from True Blue, he's putting in pumps and multi head mini split pumps like crazy. Of course, the uh, rebate. Yep, um, rebates help. But what's weird credit. is 
up there, well, down here. Yeah. We don't get shit for a rebate down here. Well, the tax credits, you know, they're, they've brought tax credits back again. The headache is, you know, I've got I've got multiple customers that are, you know, trying to find out, like, well, is there some calculator you guys can give us so we can help these people sort out their tax, um, like what their tax break's going to be or anything else? No. I said, no. I said, <laughs> no. because the problem is all these rebates, you know, before it used to be, it was three. It was three grand, or it was whatever this number was across the board. Period. Right. It's not that way anymore. Now it's literally there's different tiers of it, and almost every bit of it is based on your income for the year that you buy the system in. So right. you can buy the system in February, but you're not going to know what your tax credit is until next year when you turn in your income for the year. Yeah, be careful throwing these numbers out. Like, yeah, I mean, you, there, there's no number to throw out right now. I. I keep hearing people say, uh, yeah, up there, they're giving away $1,500 a ton on outdoor units in D.C., and I look it up, and I'm not seeing that. No, I haven't seen that either. It's like up to two grand or up to three mm -hmm. grand. And then they're missing the fine print of how you get up to the two grand. Right. Yeah, so be careful with that. I know we got guys on here that are, I mean, let, let the homeowner look that up. I mean, you can let them know there's there's stuff there might be stuff out there but like down here you know duke power you look up something it's like hey if it's 15 seer and has this motor in the air handler or whatever you get 400 bucks i mean that's a straightforward deal um but 400 bucks is you know we'll, we'll never see very good rebates down here in the south it's just not gonna happen no, I don't see that happening anytime soon. Now, they might do something when they get rid of 80s. I could see them maybe doing that, maybe giving people a bit of a tax credit if they go to a 90-plus furnace. Maybe. That's that's a good point. I yeah, could see that. Point. But, you know, we're probably a good five years removed from that, so we'll see. The old um, 59 code. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's it. Club 59. Uh, Every call I've ever got on a 90 plus furnace is water management. Yep. <laughs> did you remember to pitch that thing quarter inch forward? Do what? No, you didn't read the book, did you? Read and the this shut manual. off and it just started draining like crazy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so what have you... Uh, I feel like we, we always... Every so often we talk about those heat pumps... It's, it's it's steadily changing, but what have you been selling? Are you getting into some new products now? I mean, as far as like, I'm, yep, I'm I'm starting I'm starting to move some some new M1 rated products, 14.3 Sear two stuff. Um, everybody seems like does it seem like everybody's getting those in now, or is it, it still kind of it, rough? It's it's getting there. I think now I think pretty much everybody's to the point they've got their you know, they're 14.3 base level splits, and then they've got their 13.4 gas packs, um, package heat pumps. Uh, I don't care what brand you're selling. Package heat pumps seem to be a, an absolute nightmare right now. Um, really? So does, and commercial is really hit or miss with a lot of people too. Commercial is oh, like 10 ton. Yeah. Up seven or... and a half, 10 tons, all that bigger stuff has been hit or miss from every manufacturer here and there or everybody's got some kind of hole that they're trying to 
right. say they don't have, but they've got. Um, so it's it, it's interesting there. Um, and then mm-hmm. also seeing, you know, we brand I sell. You know, we came out with most of the stuff was a coal AC only match to get your base level 14.3, but pretty much any of them, as soon as we put a furnace with them, they're 15 plus. Right. Well, so, because the furnace has yep. got a, mm-hmm. it doesn't have a PSC in it. So. Correct. So, you know, there's, we're, we're hitting even higher SEER 2 numbers than initially I thought we would with base tier product, which is kind of nice. I just feel like the eight, man, we're getting, we're getting to a point I don't know if because I'm, I'm on this side now, I'm not in the field and I'm hearing more. But, you know, guy, a guy will call me and say, hey, you know, if I put this heat pump in with your coal for dual fuel, like, you got a rating with somebody else's furnace? I'm like, no, I don't I don't have an AHRI number. That's a, <laughs> that's a, God almighty. It's the like, amount of times I've been asked that question in the last month is insane so here's the deal like it will work right it mechanically is perfect correct it doesn't but it's never been tested in a lab nope with you know stable environment in a lab and it doesn't mean shit man well and i had why why is that such i'm like does it got a constant torque motor or a variable speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, you're getting, you know, this sear. Well, how do you know that? Well, because I just know. Like, yeah. And it's like, roughly, you're going to get that. Can well, you write can, that can down? You send like, me no, a, can you send me a rating? No, there's not a rating with that three-year-old furnace in this new AC and cool. I'm sorry. It's a um, hundred grand to, to for a company to rate a product and get enough. Yes. Where's that cost going to go? Boom. Is he going to go in the furnace? I mean, they're not going to eat it. No. Um, um, the brand's not going to eat it. Mm-mm. It's going to go down into the furnace, and then you're going to be mad because the furnace is $200 more. But now it rates with, uh, you know, um, now you can build a Frankenstein system, and it rates. <laughs> well, and speaking of Frankenstein systems, I had a phone call today. Um, this is a new construction house uh homeowners moved in maybe three or four months ago and this was a service call from a contractor that didn't do the job contractors going behind the the rnc contractor right and he gets in there and it's got you know a two-stage crappy branded furnace um <laughs> and then it's got a 311 zone kit on it because it's got three zones for one heat, one cool with a two-stage furnace that doesn't know how to operate properly. It can't ever get out of its first fire because it doesn't know how to call for the second stage. Right. It's got um, base level 411 stats on it, but you know they didn't even jumper the, the two stages together. So the whole time they're like, the house just doesn't ever get warm. Like, well, That's why. It literally wow. doesn't know how to call for stage two. I mean, some of those furnaces you can flip the dip switch and it'll stage on its own after time. But and you can, but this one 
was not set up that way at all. Hmm. So it was literally just sitting in, you know, first fire. So, you know, when it's 40, 40, 50 degrees out, outside and it's not got as heavy a call for heat and, you know, it was comfortable, but if it ever got cold, they were just miserable. So, you know, that was R&C company cutting a corner with using a cheap board, but not doing what they needed to do to make the furnace work. And it could have been a situation where their manufacturer supplying the stuff to the contractor didn't have the base furnace he needed. So he gave him an upgraded furnace, but the guys in the field weren't even paying attention to it because they've been so used to just slamming in this base level furnace. They didn't pay attention to what they were doing. Yeah, I got... I- I just keep hitting this wall with, with people, you know, I'll go train at a, at a place and they're like, well, do you have a match for this? And I'm like, well, no, they don't have a match for that yet. You know, that's a, and they usually ask you two different brands, right? Um, I'm training on this brand and they like, well, well, can they match with this coil? I'm like, well, that's not our coil. And they're like, yeah, but we, we don't put nothing in. Well, this is, this is what I get. We are a top-notch company, and we will not put it in unless, unless it's a rated match. And I'm like, do you know what they're actually doing? Like, they're just throwing that coal on there. I mean, if it's a TXV and you got a constant torque or better, um, I just remember in Georgia, like, we just put systems in that would work for the homeowner. Like, nobody asked me about a number. Now, if it was, if they wanted some kind of rebate, we probably had to provide a number, right? But, uh, I don't know. I feel like we're, 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 we're a couple years away from a lot of that changing again. Something's, I don't know, something, I feel like something's going to change again. No, it's going to. Because the equipment's getting to a point where it all rates. (laughs) I mean, if that makes any sense. Um. Now, yeah, if you got a 20 sear, you know, you got a 20 sear outdoor unit and you're putting it on a piston coal, like, no. But, you know, and I do know when you have a heat pump, right, you're dealing with sizing. Um, But, yeah, they want every, everybody wants all the brands to rate together and. That's just never going to happen. Got to pay for that. I mean, companies have to pay for that. Well, and none of those companies are going to pay for their stuff to be rated with another brand stuff. They're just not going to do it. That, well, we'll there's no advantage. That. There's no advantage to them doing that most of the time. I was going to say, what do they benefit from that? Yeah, they don't. What What would uh, you know, brand X benefit from rating their product with this coal over here that maybe they sell a little more there this area? I mean, you got to understand, a brand's not looking at your county (laughs) they're looking at the united states or the world yep Yep. so yeah i keep running into that like what what's what sear does this get with this and i'm like probably the same as it gets with the other one i don't know it's not i can't print that no no they're not and then you know i've been i've been dabbling back into some rnc stuff the last six months just kind of digging for other other projects and revenue streams that we can use, you know, use product or find a way to take care of something when we're out of product. Um, but all of these, 
RNC projects I've been working on, especially all these townhomes. Everything's going pump. I know we keep talking about pump in this episode, say, but is it it's it's all going pumps, man. Pump? It's is it's it, all going base model it? pumps. Um, the project I'm doing right now is the last project I have with single stage pumps. The next one that's in line um, will be transitioning to all two stage pumps for everything. Okay, yeah, that's that's where we're headed. Or maybe maybe inverters. Who knows? Oh yeah, there's there's a brand out there that'll throw yeah, an inverter just, in there. Uh, <laughs> it really just depends on what we end up having to hit price point wise. Just we don't know yet because I'm still waiting on some of the final negotiation and the sets of plans for this one because I've got another eighty that are coming down the pipe. Yeah, I wish we could get the builders to not take such a. I wish we could get the trades to make a little more like you know. Those uh, those new construction numbers are just not not even practical. No, they're not. I mean, the, the homeowners are suffering, man. They you know, the homeowner people. the homeowner and the tradespeople suffer the most. Right. So people buy a brand new home. They got a brand new appliance. All their appliances are new, but the most expensive appliance in their house was put in as cheap as possible not yep. just you know i mean there's there's cheap brand eight air conditioners out there right but if they're put in right they're okay i mean they'll be okay but the quality of the install is there's just not enough money on the bone for anybody to even care and Within two, or, within two or three years, man, they're getting shit worked on. Half the time, it's before that. Like I it's said, the one we were that. just talking about was four months down the road. Yeah, they get. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're just throwing it in. You know, if, if they if they're all zoned, they're like, we're gonna zone all these, and they just throw it in, and airflow's not right, and start losing compressors, and that homeowner's just like, oh, yay, my new house. You know. Uh, that's the truth. Um, you can't caulk a heat pump and fix it. No. <laughs> I can't throw some more caulk in it. Duct tape it. Well, I mean, you can't. Uh, Mastic tape? Where's my? Where's Where's the pookie? Let's put some more pookie on it. It'll be our right. pookie. We never got that guy on the show. <laughs> no, he never even answered my email. Jackass. I, I don't think he actually <laughs> thought we had a podcast. <laughs> he probably didn't. Dude, you know what's even funnier is his card is sitting right next to me because I was looking <laughs> through something on my desk the other day and I set this group of cards up here and I look over and I'm actually, yeah, his card's right here. I'm not going to say his name on here since I called him a jackass. <laughs> so, but that's what you get for not replying to me. Right. You deserve that. Jackass. Like you came in there, we like, we didn't give you the nickel tour. We didn't give you the quarter tour. We gave you the freaking dollar tour, man. We walked right. you around that whole place, had a good old time, talk shop, learned about Pookie, <laughs> and all the various names that we call <laughs> Mastic or Duck Putty. I don't know. Duck <laughs> Putty. Know? <laughs> Did you just make that up? I think so. I do like the I do like the term duck rubber. The That's squeegee. a good one. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Pookie, though. That was a new one on me. Uh, and then, uh, and then last week, um, 
yeah last yeah last week uh our buddy Shav, who we met HVAC Life 101 who we met down at AHR finally uh found out he was a big Real Madrid fan and then I found out uh Paul Schubert the RLS president is a Liverpool fan like myself no oh, so gosh. uh we were taunting Shav that Liverpool was going to beat Real Madrid in the first leg of our Champions League tie and Real Madrid absolutely wiped the floor with us. I haven't seen <laughs> no, Liverpool. I, I haven't seen Liverpool's defense. Uh, I called Ryden like and he like he like hurried home to watch it and wish he did not hurry home. Yep. So now the interesting thing is leg two is this coming. Well, actually, dang it! Every time we're ahead, I ruin this. Um, so when this show comes out, we'll have seen just how much worse Real Madrid has probably kicked our ass. Right. Because they're going home with a 5-2 to two advantage. Now, I've seen Liverpool overcome some uh, drastic odds, but eh, this one looks a little tough. Because uh, no. Real Madrid can pretty much just park the bus and hang out all day. Because um, we got to beat them by more than three goals to go anywhere. It's going to be going to be potentially another rough night we might just be playing the kids and saving the saving the the first team for the weekend see if we can find our way back into the top four because we've been sucking it in the league too so am i am am i not gonna ever see you go to charlotte and just watch the soccer game well i can't they're not playing right now i know but i'm talking about no i I want to I was. You got to. I was Man, so close. Good. I was so close to buying. I say it's a good time. Yeah, I was so close to buying season tickets. We just didn't. Oh. I yeah, I was close. Like that far, but. Well, dude, they weren't. They I weren't thought really you said that you hated bad of a MLS deal. soccer. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of MLS soccer, but I love. <laughs> I I, just, I love going yeah, enjoying the game. Yeah. Um, it's and, still soccer, and it's it's better than it was a decade ago. It's gradually getting better. Um. Yeah, naturally. I mean, yeah. which I mean, that's the, the natural progression of professional sports is you hope that it will get better, especially in a, a sport that's an up and coming one in the country. But, you know, so, we've seen, you know, we saw what it did with with Atlanta. I mean, it blew up in Atlanta. Oh, God. Which, you know, I went to a, I, mean, I went to a friendly in Atlanta between AC Milan and Club America. God, I think 13, 14, 15 years ago, maybe. And dude, it was packed. Where'd they play that at? Um, Georgia, Georgia Dome. Oh, the Dome. Okay. Yeah, it was in the Dome. Man, I mean, it was full to the brim. There was like, what was capacity of the Georgia Dome? 70 plus? Yeah. It was... I mean, it was packed, dude. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember. Wow. That was when. Uh... God, them seats up top were terrible. Ooh, they were up there. I'm trying to remember, I think there was a a U.S. national team player at the time had just signed with Milan. What was this? Oguchi Onyewu was his name, <laughs> but he was a he was a center back and he was playing for a or he had just signed for AC Milan and they they debuted him during that friendly. Um, I think in the second half and all the U.S. national team fans went nuts. I think that was also when uh. That was when Beckham was at AC Milan on loan, I believe. Before Beckham. he, yeah, before he came to MLS later, because that was just before he came to the Galaxy, I think. 
So I got to check a little something off my bucket list. Um, this past week, we had a sales meeting in Pennsylvania. My boss took me to a Rangers game in Madison Square Garden. That's all. It was awesome. I saw. Uh, I saw some oh, of the video. Man, that place is. It's such a warm stadium venue. It doesn't look big the way the roof is just solid. It's a solid, you know. It's not like rafters and metal and all that, right? It's like a solid, like, I don't know what the heck it is. It almost looks like stucco. I mean, it's just, um, but God, the history in that place. Oh, yeah. I mean, Muhammad Ali, like all the stuff they had on the wall, I was just walking around looking. And, of course, you got to get Brooklyn Lager when you're there. Now, here's a few of those. My question is, how fast... Do they go from hockey rink to basketball court? Oh, I don't, I don't. I think it's pretty fast. Like, I'm sure I you can watch a. Uh, there's got to be a cool time lapse. Somewhere. Time lapse. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'd hate to have to be the crew that has to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Whew. Yeah, we saw a couple of good fights. They were playing uh, Los Angeles Kings, which they they beat them, but. Um. I mean, I'm a I'm a Hurricanes fan because I'm here, and they're killing it right now. So, but I had to cheer for the Rangers in there, you, or I didn't want to get beat up, you know. So, well, I told you I had a roommate in there, just like no, no, I had a roommate in college that was a massive Rangers fan. Yeah, I mean, they've always been easy to pull for, you know. But. Uh, yeah, it was. They were good seats too. They were down, probably twenty, thirty rows up in the corner. You could see everything. But, but you know, that's in New York. So, God, what a rat race to get in there and get out and park and three blocks walking. Oh dang, I didn't know that was going to be my next question. I didn't know if you, if you parked or did you end up. So they live. They're an hour and a half outside there. Um, so you drive in there in Pennsylvania, uh, you drive in, go through Lincoln tunnel and we came out the other side of Lincoln tunnel. You just take a right, right into the parking, like free parking. But this was crazy. You pull in the parking lot and they have lifts, pull your car in, it lifts your car up. They're like four high. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, How do you get the thing out? Do you have to like wait for everybody behind you or you just no, like, like push the button like, and it cycles to your car? It comes out and goes down. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. I mean, there ain't no parking left in that place, man. Everything's got to go up, you know? <laughs> so, like if you go down the street and there's like some townhomes, like the parking out front is one of those lifts. That's insane. <laughs> it's just not cool. I mean... It's probably cool for a year, maybe, to, to deal with all that, but... I'd be so screwed. It'd be my luck. I'd be going... Like, I'd already be running late, and then I'd go out there, and the freaking lift would jam, like, son of a bitch. <laughs> of course you'd be running. <laughs> so we got, out, we got out of there, man, and we went straight over to the corner and got a slice of pizza. God, it's just different, man. It's different. Even the sucky pizza places they are good 
Name the sucky pizza places. I'm like, I'm like, all right, what's this one like over here? They're like, ah, it's okay. And I'm like, God, this is amazing. They're like, yeah, you should try this place though. You know, uh, they wanted to go to a, a, a Portnoy 9.1. Oh, there it is. It's around the corner, which that's, that's high for him. So I've heard that when Dave Portnoy gives you the pizza review, if it's in the, if it's in the high eights, it, it literally changes their business. I mean, people fly in that. and eat there. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that it it literally changes changes their whole business. There's a there's a guy out in Vegas that's got a food blog that, um, months and months ago, and then even recently. Chris had showed me a few things because he reviewed one of the places we'd eaten in Vegas at one time. And he's gotten to where he is so massive that if he finds like a little local place that's struggling, but he likes their food, like he'll go in there and like promo them. And dude, it, it's it's like revitalizing restaurants that's all over cool. Vegas. I love it. <laughs> that's cool. All right. So let's get into... Uh... What else we got? Oh, what's the, uh, what's this one? Oh, that's, uh, or is that old? What was that, that from? That's old. That's, oh, that was old. That was when, uh, that. oh, yeah, that was when it, yeah, we're looking at our uh, fancy notes here. <laughs> my bad. All right. That's, so that's still me every day, traveling trainer. Oh, so yeah, you, you got a busy month coming. Well, no, I had a busy weeks. <laughs> I mean, yeah, busy life. I've gotten, I posted a couple things on Instagram, but I didn't get really, when I'm doing training, the sales guys are trying to take pictures uh, that come with me, my, my crew. So I don't ever get, get to take great pictures because I'm up there training. So, but a couple weeks ago, I trained at two colleges. Um, so what we did is we used their facility, a local distributor, you know, talk to them. We could come in there and train with our product with the distributor. As long as some of the kids could sit in that were in the HVAC program and, uh, we could bring contractors too. So we had half and half, which was great. Cause I could talk to the kids and I could, I say kids, some of these guys are, you know, went back to school and they're in their thirties, but, um, 40s 50s as far as that goes so i had half half uh contractors that are in the field and half the guys that are in so you could you could see them out talking on break you know like chit chatting it up you know they're already out there and they're like trying to figure out if they want to go and but i was gonna say anybody listening that uh has any stickers and i'll send a post out um send me your stickers and I'm sticking them on the, uh, the plenum that I built. Um, so when I'm up there and I get to the install section of my class, I start pointing at stickers, right? Jeff, um, HVAC strong. I start asking them about, you know, PEHVAC. If, if they know them, raise their hand. Right. And I'm starting to throw, you know, a lot of these guys out there and say, look, this is, this is, these are how the installs should look. Some of these are, are a little over the top, 
Um, right? They're not, not all your install installs shouldn't look like this, but they should look nice, right? It's a good, it's a good start. Look at some of these, just like Jeff said, his, his didn't look like that from the, from the beginning, right? Um, he, he built up to that. So it's a great little segue into the install section of the class and they're up there all of them come up there and take pictures of the plenum so you know throwing out this new community um is a good thing you know look on there go to social media which most of them already most of them already followed half the guys on the plenum that i you know so yeah which i thought was cool um i did one at um Lenore Community College in Kinston, and I had 80, 80 students. So there was no contractors in this class. So I had 80 students. They had, uh, they were actually building a, uh, uh, Bosch was donating. They're going to do a whole lab all designated for Bosch. But, um, so that's why I was there. They wanted to learn the product and everything. So, I asked them who, you know, raise your hand. Here we are with uh, another distributor. They had four or five guys from the distributor in there. And I said, does anybody know who uh, Flintstone is? And like seven people raised their hand. Like, All right, that's kind of cool. And then I'm like, what about PEHVAC? And like 25 people raised their hand. And I was like, and these distributor guys are looking at me like, who the hell are these people? Yeah. Like, who are you even calling out? And I'm like, you don't know who these people are. So, you know, you don't realize you're, you're these little worlds that we're in. They're big when you're in them. And if you don't know, man, you just don't know. Like it's bizarre, but so they're up there taking selfies of the, you know, the unit and posting them. And, um, I've had some already reach out to me and so it was really cool. I mean, uh, that's the future there, right? I mean, that's... Well, that's what we talk about all the time, and that's, you know, we get into AHR stuff here in a minute. Um, kind of that same thing is something that us and our show really want to grow moving forward is, you know, trying to educate these younger guys and bring in this next generation because if we don't and we don't focus on their development and encouraging them to get into the trades and learn their trades and their craft. Yeah. And get excited about it. We're not going to have contractors. We're not going to have apprentices. We're not going to have installers, service guys. If we don't go out there and actually help grow the community and foster the next generation. Um, yeah. Taking pictures of your before and after and posting them and watching your Instagram grow. That's just one little thing that would keep them positive. Yep as opposed to just doing a four hour install going home and then you turn around and you're just beat and you're 50 and you're just like, you know, yep. It's, it's just another Avenue. And then you get, I mean, heck you get the Instagram built up or TikTok or whatever. And then you go down a different Avenue. And I, I was, one thing I always tell them is there's a ton of jobs in this industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, me and riding alone, I mean, there's so many different jobs. Oh, it's nuts. I mean, you can, everything that there's a job for on the contracting side, there is a job for it in some way or another on the wholesale distribution side, on the manufacturer's rep 
side on the manufacturer itself side right um oh I mean, everybody's got technicians for something you know dennis is a technician but he's a trainer and a, and a product technician and a sale and you know a tech salesperson you know me i'm an outside sales rep you know but i've also done counter sales i've done branch management stuff so those are all different jobs on different wholesale sides and then you you get to the manufacturer well the manufacturer's got to have sales guys but they've got to have product guys they've got to have tech trainers right. they've got to have all these different things um well, office so that's administrators the, the instructor wanted me to come back you know without it without a system without a trailer and just talk about that he said man i can't tell them about that and most schools can't like no I want this I want this kid to know that there's uh, stuff out there. Um now he's gotta pay his dues, which might be three or four years in the field, might be four, five years. Um then he moves to distribution or he moves to uh manufacturer, right? Uh if he hits it hard and learns all he can, he he can do that sooner than uh sooner than he thinks. And those teachers that either come from the field and now they're an instructor, like they really can't tell him about that. No, they can't. And that one that I had, you know, 80 students in, there was about 10 girls in there, 10 women. And I was like, that's sweet, you know? And, um, and you know, it's women's history month, so we can talk about that. You right? know, women are a, an ever growing and, a different force in this industry it's something the industry needs i know our good friend hvac ash was on a show a couple of weeks ago and she had a lot of just people giving her shit like guys were in there just giving her down the road for no reason um it's ridiculous like you don't we don't need that no. we need people to encourage people like her you know, she came into this industry and got into sales. She's built herself into a marketing marketing manager for Global. She's she's went out, kicked ass, sold a bunch of shit, and she's she's earned it. She's earned right. her right to to be where she is. So nobody can take that away from her. Um, and don't let you know, don't let the haters discourage any of you, men or women out there. Uh, haters are always going to hate. That's right. So I asked the instructor, I was like, how does your, uh, how does your female students do? He said, well, they're way more organized. Um, they're more thorough. <laughs> he started going into, he was laughing. He's like, yeah, I mean, uh, it's true though. Like I said, oh, I can believe it. And people don't realize when a, a well-dressed female or, you know, she's got her tech shirt on for her company she walks into a, a home to diagnose a system and then discuss changing out a system. Them homeowners are more comfortable with her than me. I'm just throwing that out there. That's true. They got a leg up right out of the gate. They don't realize it, right? They may think they have a leg down, but my, my personal opinion, um, if they're comfortable and they don't look nervous, they walk into a home, they got a leg up already, man. They're just going to be more comfortable. Yep. No, when we've seen, we've seen that. Just it's what it is. Homeowners, and especially they're so often that it's, you know, the wife is the one in the, in the home at times and a female technician just diffuses any stress or worry. Um, in a lot of cases, 
Right. And, and she, you know, she enterprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, and like your instructor said, a lot of times they're they're more well organized. Not saying that guys aren't organized. Right. Not throwing anybody under the bus. <laughs> just saying. Um, it's just yeah, different. but it's just like you said, it's that uncomfortableness. Um, and I always thought I did a good job with homeowners, but a female in there, you know, that's well dressed, got her stuff on, and she's got shoe covers, and she talks proper. I mean, she's got a leg up. It's just what it is. And they, and I, I pulled a couple aside and was talking to them about that. And they did literally think that they already have a leg down, right? They're already yeah, they don't. behind the eight ball. And I was like, no, you don't understand. Like, if you know the product and you know how to do service or, you know, whatever you're doing, I said, you don't realize how, how of a leg up you got already. Yep, it's the truth. So speaking of Ash. Yeah, speaking of Ash. Uh, yep. So the night before AHR, um, as many of you know, were the third annual HVAC Tactical Awards. Um, our good friend, Ashley, Miss HVAC Ash, was the host of the red carpet in her sparkly black dress. Yep. Um, so she was doing the interviews as all of us got in there, got our pictures taken. Um, a lot of cameras, a lot of lights. A lot of cameras, a lot of lights. Um, I couldn't I, find one picture without my with my eyes open. Yep, and then I couldn't. The, the pictures of when when you and I were standing up there and doing our interview with, with Ash, the whole time it looked like I was like hunching my, my head down. I looked like I had no neck. I was like, what are you, <laughs> well, you doing? Didn't. You had a bow tie on or something. I, I attempted the bow tie you and that was have a, a neck. The bow tie was a catastrophe. Yeah, riding shows um, up with a bow tie that you have to tie. Oh, yeah. You know, I was trying to be fancy because, you know, blue collar goes black tie, but uh, apparently blue collar failure then i had we to get, a on that yeah i had to get old daddy dennis to help me fix uh the tie he had bought me which i didn't know he had bought me a tie i'd already bought my damn bow tie but <laughs> mr surprise over here uh got me this sweet orange hvac r&d tie um so that we could match and be twinsies <laughs> um but no, we, so that was our, our first tactical awards. Um, the biggest one to date so far. I've got a feeling Chicago is going to be even bigger. Um, it was our first time to get to meet a ton of people that we've talked to for several years now. Um, right. Half of them we've had on the show, but, you know, we've never got to shake somebody's hand or give them a hug or a high five or anything. Um, so it was really cool. And then... You know, we also got to see some of our closest friends uh, get up on stage and get some awards. Yeah, we had Pat. Yep, our boy Pat from Commercial Kitchen Chronicles. Social content winner. Yep, which, I mean, you know, I got to give it to him. I do enjoy watching all the crazy food stuff he works on. Yeah, because we don't see that every day. No. So give him a follow. Yeah, definitely go see Pat. Um, and I'm sure if you haven't found him or you can't find him, you will find him in our comments somewhere. Because um, he's always he's always engaging and he's always a big supporter. Um, so definitely go check him out. 
Um, and then one of the next winners was uh, our good buddy, Mr. Ben Thompson, HVAC Strong, the uh, the only man in a kilt at yep. the Tactical Awards. I will say that. So, and you saw that we posted the video of him uh, accepting his his Picture Perfect Install Award. So it was pumped to see him win. Yeah, he's a good dude and does a good install. Now, so he's won like nothing, you know, nothing against Jeff Flynn, any of those guys. But um, when I talk to, you know, kids in school, like HVAC Strong has an install that is something they can pull off, right? Like it, it's just a good looking install, right? Yep. Five, six, seven hour day. Yep. Solid All metal work. Install. Yeah. Good looking metal work. Um, clean, great, great centrotherm venting. There you go, guys. Yep, there you go. There's your little free plug there. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a, he does a good job, and he's got a good channel. He keeps it real on there. Um, I love seeing. Had, I was gonna say I love seeing the pictures of the farm because he's actually back home in Scotland right now. Yeah, his little girl looks like she's hilarious. I don't know how old she is. I would say what two three or four. three maybe maybe three. four yeah I'm getting worse at that now that you're bigger. getting old <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you God, old man Kyle's gonna be 12 <laughs> in like a few days oh it's nuts yeah I don't even want to talk about Corey yikes speaking of yeah Corey's gonna be in Dublin soon oh that's true we need yeah. to need to reach out to uh our one female follower over there in Dublin tell her to go root on the old Corster. Yep. We can live stream it. I got a, I got a website. Nice. And we can live stream the parade. So he's, he's playing in the uh, St. Patrick's day parade in Dublin with the band, high school band. So, but he's over there all week. He's over there for a whole week doing, I was going to say they could do sightseeing at least and stuff. Yeah. They're doing a whole tour, man. That's cool as crap. I'm so I'm very jealous. Yeah, that's I wanted to go, but my God, <laughs> it's a lot. I mean, so I yeah, guess Doc, the, yeah, Alder Doc passing the torch. Yep. So we posted. I know I put up some pictures of him and Mike and Lance, um, and then also I've got. Doc's speech, which I'll put up this week for um, becoming the face of solder weld for this year. So um, coming soon to a wholesale supplier near you. Uh, it's time to block with the Doc. <laughs> um, and then also uh, Doc and our very good friend Ilya, the HVAC foodie, who unfortunately was not there, but we are pumped from when we get to see him in Chicago finally. Yep. As well as... Um, H. Vactyl. I cannot remember his name. I'm sorry, but I know you were there. It was a Canadian trifecta nominated for the Lifeline Tech Award. Um, and Doc took that one home. So we're going to be campaigning for Foodie for 2024. Because I will tell you, he has been putting in some training hours and he has been pushing hard to, uh, to teach some people some stuff here lately. So, uh, let's go HVAC foodie lifeline tech award for 2024. Let's go. Um, 
and, get him in there. Yep, get him in there. Um, I got to spend... At one point, I know I disappeared, and I'm sure all three three of you were sitting at the table like, where in the hell did he go? Um, but I, I went to the restroom, and while I was back that way, I ran into Roberto, Mr. PEHVAC himself, and he and oh, I yeah. ended up just standing there bullshitting for like 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> and then Ash showed up, so everyone's like, oh, selfie. Okay. Um, and then we yep. went back in, and right after that was when Doc won all of his stuff. And then, uh, you know. Yeah, it was a good time, man. Yeah, it was a great time. And then once the once the dinner and the show was over, the party had to go on. So uh, we continued our evening of shenanigans with all of our friends from, from Global to Source. So uh, Katie and Mark and our buddy from Ditech, um all went out and discovered the, uh, was it the Metro Cafe? Is that what it was? I think so. I think so. Downstairs is like a nightclub. That night it was like a karaoke bar. Um, country. Country, yeah, a country karaoke bar. And upstairs is like a, an old school like diner slash Waffle House-ish vibe. Huge place. Um, so uh, Dennis had a burger because, you know, that's what he does after midnight if he's had a few to drink. and Oh, yeah. And I burger destroyed time. a two-egg breakfast because that's what I do. <laughs> um, Mark and Tracy swapped shoes because uh, Mark was like, yeah, I walk a mile in those shoes. So I've got yeah. I've got some nice photos of for blackmail later in life if I need them. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then... Uh, what we get home like one a.m. and like oh we only have to start the show tomorrow, right? So so our our scheduling in Chicago is going to be much different. Yeah, um, we we, we I, uh, I overbooked us and I did a I admit it I I did a piss poor job at times of making sure we were getting pictures or doing things because honestly I was just freaking excited by all the crap going on that I was just kind of in la la land half the time yeah it's it's overwhelming we gotta we it's it's just it's you gotta be strategic about it yeah we're gonna hone that in hone that in in Chicago I got that out of my system we're gonna fix that reel it in right I like doing the live shows but I don't want to do one every 30 minutes no, and, and, and we got to have time in the middle and and doing it during Monday or Tuesday. Um, trying to do a live show at a booth Monday or Tuesday was the ambiance was cool to have all the people around you and everything and be able to kind of sit there and do your thing. But recording it, um, yeah, the mic just picks up so much. The mic picks up everything because we had we had an awesome show with uh, Chris from Target Sales and David Cyrus from Rector Seal. David is the uh, was the Rector Seal Sales Manager of the Year. Um, so congratulations again, buddy. And then Chris and his sales company down in Florida were the, the number one Rector Seal reps for the year. So yep. it was kind of cool to have those two guys on the show with us. Um, it was a lot of fun. I'm really hoping, like Dennis said, we're hoping we he can sort out the uh the audio on that one and we can get it put together because it was yeah, it was a really good out. show it, you know you can't just kill background noise but i'm trying to tweak it to where we can put it out i've got it pretty close um, so we are we giving away something on this show right now uh 
I mean, do you want to? Are we announcing anything? I gotta grab a beer real quick, though. Uh, well, should we both go grab beers, and then we'll come back and discuss if we want to give something away? Do people want us to give us away? Crap, I'm not in front of a live crowd. There's no one to answer me. No. I'd ask the dogs, but they're sleeping. All right. Let's get beer. I thought we were announcing who won stuff. Oh, well, all the retro seals, the retro seal stuff's done. I know that. We, so we're not right there yet. We're not there yet. We ain't even mm. got to the, we ain't even got to the shows. Jumping the gun. Oh, jeez, Jumping the gun. Oh, I see. Never mind. There we go. <laughs> oh man. Every, just every one you open just goes down easier. Yep. So, yeah, so the Rector Shield show was great. Um, we also did a, a live show with Melissa and Craig from uh, from Rude Ream talking about the app. Um, I don't know how that one turned out. We'll see as we get there. That was a bit of a shorter show. Um, kind of short, sweet to a certain point. So that may be just something we drop in an episode, you know, or at least drop some highlights here. Next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, it, it sounds okay. Okay, we can use that one. And then uh, we all signed the Central Throne Wall. Made sure I signed it for Foodie since he wasn't there. Um, and then we had the big influencer meetup at Vega, which in the middle of that, uh, I realized I had flip flopped our Rector Seal time, and poor Natalie was freaking out, thinking we were not going to show up. So good job riding, staying <laughs> on brand. Man, we- Staying on brand. Like I said, uh, we had a lot going on. A little overbooked, but we'll fix that. Um, but yeah, and you know, then we had, we had the shows, which I skipped right over the shows by accident. Started talking about the booth visits, but you know, shows was more important as well. Um, Katie and Ash and, uh, Mark's cameo, you know, appearance (laughs) for the global show was great. Um, Katie kicked my ass because it was the one show that I didn't even think about putting notes together for. I knew um, we didn't need notes with them too, but I, well, but I didn't know Katie was going to come with a notebook full and yeah, just, she, uh, just kill us. Some of those questions are great. Oh yeah. She's like, I Googled the best questions to ask on a podcast. I'm like, Hmm, why didn't I think of that? Ah, <laughs> jeez, <sighs> Katie. Um, oh, she had more. We 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 couldn't even get to them. No, and then, uh, but you know, we also got to learn about the CCP and CPT and all of their terminology with their turbo yeah, capacitors. OPP. Yep. Um, speaking of uh, CPT or excuse me, CCP, their crystal clear, whatever the P word is, I don't remember. Crystal clear platinum. There it is. Um, yep. But it's their patented oil they use um, in their capacitors. Did you see my comment 
to uh, HVAC Ashland's post of it the other day where she was flipping over the three different ones with the ball bearings in it. No, I, I so, have. So I asked her, I said, so when you guys are, you know, in your spare time, do all of y'all sit down and crack a beer and flip those things over and bet on them like the uh, pickle race and Billy Madison to see which <laughs> ball bearing is going to get to the bottom first. <laughs> and, yeah, it, and then Mark was like, I know Dickie will bet on anything. So now I'm, <laughs> I'm seriously going to start pushing Ash to see if we can get a, a betting video of them betting on those stupid ball bearings. Oh, that'd be good. Um, and then of course, uh, we had Brittany on the show with us, which we had posted week before last. Um, like I said, she absolutely killed it. Um, you would have, you'd have thought she's been doing podcasts forever, which uh, she kind of, I think has, she's probably done more shows than we have. Um, cause she's been doing it for a while. She didn't, uh, well, that was a very informative live show. Yeah, it was whoever was there for that should have been taking notes. Yep. That was an awesome show. Plus, all right, now you can give us a drum roll, Dennis. Or insert Corey's drum roll here. Either one. Insert. Um, so the primary giveaway for the One Thing Marketing Show was a beef and bourbon giveaway, which we had everybody sign up for um, post the show at our in-between meet and greet. So without further ado... The winner of the 2023 Beef and Bourbon giveaway from HVAC R&D and One Thing Marketing is Mr. Brian Norton. So, woo! Beef Clap. and Bourbon. Nothing I, mean, I can... You can't, you can't go wrong with that. You can't go wrong with meat and booze. Um, <laughs> so, that's it. So, uh, Brian, uh, I will be reaching out. Uh, as well as probably Brittany with me in the next, uh, this next week. Um, and we will get everything situated and get your stuff on the way to you, sir. Shipped out. Getting it shipped out. That's right. Um, and then last, but most definitely not least, um, we had our show with Doc and HVAC. J604, Mr. J from Emerald yep. Green out in Vancouver on the show. So the Red Seal Takeover. Whose um, hair color is bald. Yes. That was a great, he said on his license, it says hair color and his says bald. I know, it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> um, And if you don't follow, if you don't follow J, you've got to go find him. HVAC underscore J604. He posts some of the funniest crap. He's um, on the plenum. Yeah. The he, old sticker plenum. Yeah, he's got to be. Um, but no, he, he has some of the funniest just stuff he comes out with. I still want to know where he finds all these clips he uses. I keep meaning to ask him, but I, I always forget. Um, but he constantly is pulling out old movie clips and relating them to something funny in the field. And it's it's always got me. <laughs> with a smile on my face never fails um we tried to get uh we tried to get hvac foodie actually 
Foodie and my wife tried to crash the show and we could not get his freaking <laughs> his Instagram live to work at all. Um, yeah, we were going to throw him up on the mic. Yeah, we there. were trying to throw him on the mic so he could at least say hey to everybody. Um, but it didn't work. So if you go on our Instagram, you can see, I think, about 46, 47 minutes of the show because I just ended up just kicking it on live and pointing the camera at Dennis, Doc, and Jay the whole time so Foodie could be part of it because um, we hated he couldn't be here. Um but we got to give away some cool solder weld products. Thanks to Lance and solder weld, um, in honor of doc being on the show. Um, and then also rector seal allowed us to give away another mighty bracket. So we gave one away during, or excuse me, we, we gave one away with, uh, our show with them to a group of people. And then we also had Mr. Gary Vane from Emerald green, who is one of, the owners of Jay's company, ironically, um, got himself a mighty bracket. So I know those guys share tools from time to time. So hopefully at some point we uh, make Jay's life a little bit easier with a mighty <laughs> bracket working on a mini split. You never know. Um, but yeah, um, big thanks to, to solder weld and rector seal for giving us some giveaways for that one, as well as the beef and bourbon from, from Brittany helping us out. And then, of course, Ash and Katie were giving away turbo minis and hats. So, and we were giving away some Cajun Joe. Uh, the old Cajun Joe's Bayou Spice will be going into the uh, the swag shop very soon. I actually, gave one to the sound guy. Yep, gave one to the sound guy. He was a big fan. Oh, he came. Yeah, he came back the next day. He's like, man, last night I put this on my uh, perch, or he had uh, some tilapia or something he's like man it was fantastic oh yeah <laughs> so you know we had all that stuff and then wednesday which was one of the coolest experiences that something we were amped about getting to do or what we thought we were originally going to get to do when we were supposed to go to las vegas last year but didn't happen uh was to get to spend some time with local trade school students which, you know, Dennis was talking about that earlier, and we, we mentioned as well, it's something we're both heavily focused on is, is getting in front of these young kids, getting them into the trades. So we were part of um, a couple different groups. They got to give tours to the ACCA students, which is the Atlanta College and Career Academy. Um, most of the kids are, I believe, sophomore through senior level um, high school students that when they get done with their school day, they, they go to ACCA in the afternoons to uh, start either working on learning a trade. They also do culinary stuff. They do different other different um, job-related skill training and other things. But, right. you know, we got to deal with the tech kids. Um, we also got joined by our friends Colton and Becca, which are Colton is Viking pipe fitter. If you don't follow him from Vega, you definitely should. And then Becca's Instagram handle is Becca's not a plumber. She's the social media manager for, for Vega. I know. I love Becca's it. It's too funny. Yeah. Becca's not a plumber. That's great. Um, and then we, we had four, four companies that were major sponsors. So I'm going to throw their names out here because they helped with these kids. 
and well, they donated a yeah, ton of and stuff. They donated to the a ton lab. of stuff to the kids' lab, so you know they deserve some recognition for that because anybody that's trying to help the kids is a good thing. So, um, we went over and spent some time with Navac. Um, kids got to use some of their new automated pipe benders, um, but they donated a ton of tools to the kids. Um, God, these kids are coming they're in. They're gonna be so spoiled. Or, yeah, they're so gonna be spoiled, man. Gosh. Um. And then there were multiple systems donated by, by Ream. Um, you can also see some of the stuff from uh, Tool Pros and Tool Wife. They've got some videos where some of those systems were going in, um, so you can kind of see that. So we took them, you know, we took them to the Navic booth, took them to the Ream booth. They got to talk about water heaters as well as, you know, residential product for a little bit. Train was another sponsor, and. Train, I'm sorry, I'm going to beat you up on this one, but I was not a fan of your AHR booth. Sorry, probably going to hate me, but nah, they it, 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 it was I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I didn't even see any equipment. Right? There's no equipment, and then it was, you know, an eight station, thirty minute walkthrough, and you know we've got a group of ten kids, and we have an hour to get them through all these booths. Um, and, you know, we get them in there because you had to scan your badge to even get in to, to do everything. And we walk up to this first TV and the guy just immediately starts talking about decarbonization and electrification. And these kids are just they're looking. High school. Yeah, they're high school kids. Half of them are 15, 16 years old. And they're like, what in the hell is this guy talking about? Um, you know, well, he's doing his pitch. He's doing his pitch. He's done all week. Yep, he's doing his pitch, and I mean, I give it to I him. Know he your, was, you got to know your audience. Yeah, he was on point, but like like Dennis said, you got to know your audience. And about uh, five minutes after that, I, I looked at, I was looking at Becca and and Viking, and I was like, um, guys, there's no way we're getting through this. And he's like, nope. Hey, kids, we're gonna go ahead and exit stage left right here, and we just walked. Out. <laughs> yeah, he just took them all. Yep, and then uh. Train was not happy nope, with that. Nope, they probably weren't. Sorry, Train. But thank you for taking care of the kids uh, behind the scenes there. <laughs> that was a terrible plug. Sorry, Train. <laughs> um, they overthought the booth. They overthought that. the booth. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, from there, we went over to Vega, which, of course, is Colin and Becca's company. Um, and, man, you want to talk about seeing somebody in their element. Uh watching viking up there just giving product demos in front of these kids he was like a kid in a candy store himself that was a cool thing right. to watch um i enjoyed that yep and i know we i posted some stuff that day of it um we also you know we just kind of just got to watch these kids have their their mind blown in some ways of just just different things they can see they all got to use some some mega press and some pro press press fittings well i was gonna say so stop right there yeah i'm I'm sitting there watching him do a demonstration on a mega press and he's got what looks to be one inch pipe, gas pipe, yep. black iron pipe. And I'm watching him press these fittings and these kids are sitting there like, Oh yeah. Okay. That's, that was pretty cool. That was pretty easy. And I'm like, man, I remember when I was running a threader yep. and bringing in two inch pipe on a town home that we spent weeks to pipe. Mm hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, look at that mega press. I'm like, listen to me, kid. You don't understand. No. This is incredible. <laughs> like, I just want to shake him and slap him. No. 
it's like I'm like, dude, I was dying at the end of the day doing that job. Like he just squeezed a button. Yeah. And then it swivels. It still moves. Like Oh well, I mean he sits there and he bends the daggum thing. Well, like, I know, but you can swivel it still <laughs> and it doesn't leak. And I'm like, I know. damn it, kid, look at look look at it. Watch it. Like it's like you know it. what it was like when we <laughs> piped in a hundred feet of stuff and then pressure tested it and I had to unscrew like seventy five feet to fix a damn leak. Do you have any idea? What <laughs> No, that shit was getting a unit. Uh, like I'm cutting it with a sawzall and I'm threading it. Like you can't un thread all of it no my god it was a nightmare and i we were whipped you know every day it's like he just went and there you go there's your fitting and the kids are like oh that's kind of neat and i'm like it's real neat it's really really kids have no idea what it was like to learn how to thread pipe on real rigid tools just pushing a rigid button now it's not the same i was telling tracy i was like you remember when i used to come home after running pipe she goes oh yeah like you smell like like straight pipe threading black oil whatever that is cutting oil it's like cutting lube cutting lube it was horrible (laughs) she's like oh i do remember like you you trash like everything you wore and then you've got this bucket full of corkscrew metal shavings that look like uh freaking curly fries from hell i'd come home and eat and like fall asleep trying to eat my dinner like just and here he is just like i'm like yep. oh my god we would have literally saved like months on that job well and you know and and that's one of the biggest things about press fittings sorry we'll have a two minute press fitting debate here but you know i've i've talked about press fitting some you know, coming back and guys like, well, man, these things are just so expensive. And I said, they're expensive to a point. I said, but what's more expensive, you know, a $6 fitting or paying a guy for 30 minutes to do what he could have done in 30 seconds. Yeah. I mean, I was doing a, a mini split demo today and I was talking about, you know, whatever. I mean, I was talking about uh rector seal, because that's what was on their shelf at the distributor I was at. But um, yep, it's flared on one stuff. end. Yeah, and, and it push pushes in on the other end. I torqued it on the mini split, and you push the pipe in, and that's it. And it's like, yeah, but how much of those fittings? I'm like, well, this one's $12. Like, it's $12. Um, or in six months, you can come back and recharge this with 410a or maybe it's a year right um you got two pounds in this system maybe i mean you looked at 410a lately i mean it's or you can torque this fitting on there and push it in and you're done it won't leak and these these uh all these fittings are tested way beyond what we can put on them so so i was gonna say speaking of that testing so i i had to do I didn't have to, but I, I wanted to do it just because I was curious before we went to RLS. So I did their their online training. And all these fittings, whether it's their brand or someone else's, um, let's say it's going to be rated for 700 PSI. In order for it to actually get that 700 PSI rating, it actually has to test at three times that. So it has to test at 2100 PSI for right. an allotted amount of time to even get the 700 PSI rating. So these 
these fittings have been through the ringer to be able to say the things they say about them that they're not going to leak. Well, the usually the pipe will will swell up before the fitting does. Yep. Uh, or burst. Yep. You know? Usually right in the middle of the copper pipe will bust and not the fitting. Because um, once you crimped it, it's, it's more rigid anyway. Yep. It's got a crimp in it. But, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um yeah, those kids, they just they didn't they didn't know how good they're gonna have it. No. I mean I probably wouldn't I probably wouldn't use the you know mega press on uh my my half inch drip leg on a furnace, but you know running gas line, man, come on. I mean it's uh I like the fact you can still swivel it around. I know, that's the coolest part. Yeah, that's that's makes it 10 times better but but yeah um busy time at ahr like i said looking forward to uh doing it all again in chicago um maybe not all aspects but you know (laughs) definitely definitely enjoyed meeting and hanging out with a lot of people we've wanted to know for a long time um and just being able to be part of this big community and help help it grow and help continue to foster this next this whole next generation of of our industry it's awesome yeah i'm looking forward to doing more trainings at school i got some of them that are they told me i can come back and use the facility anytime so we'll bring contractors back i mean it's a free facility we use the uh oh i was gonna say we the kitchen that's on on site there they cook the lunch for everybody solid and you know we paid for it you know the uh distributor paid uh, paid for it but so you use the kitchen on the on the grounds there and you nobody has to go out and get food so man we need to give the old kitchen staff some uh cajun joe right So, yeah, they said, come back anytime. It's free to use this facility. Of course, you, you know, it was badass. I mean, it was a nice place. Um, nice big projector screen and, you know, all that. So, I'm looking forward to utilizing that. Long as They said, as long as we can throw a couple kids in the class when you come by. I'm like, hell yeah, man. Absolutely, we can. So, well, speaking of kids. Yeah. Shall we do a... Uh hvac r&d sports management update sports management yeah it's been a while <laughs> it has y'all been have, a while y'all, <laughs> it's been cold if y'all have yeah it's been cold it hasn't been fishing season but we got ripping lips ricky lee out there who we sponsor she's i always forget her age 12 11 somewhere in there i think she's the same as kylie um slightly preteen. <laughs> she is all right so let me let me let me try not to screw this up um we're gonna post some pre she's been doing some pre-fishing like she's 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 on top of it man yeah she, she is, is she's a full-blown serious bass fisher yeah she is a bass fisherman fisher woman fisher person fisher person <laughs> um but well, all right, let's read some of the uh, the tournaments that's coming up. You got the numbers up there? I mean, we're talking about 150 boats or something she's getting in. Yep, so I think 
this weekend they're thinking there's probably 80 to 120 boats maybe she's fishing against high school kids that's what i think and see i don't i don't know enough about bass tournaments or bass fishing to know if 120 boats in a tournament is a lot it is a lot no that's a lot i mean i would assume it is but you know most of your weeknight your weeknight tournaments are 50 to that's a lot too okay. 25 to 50 right you're like okay. weekly like league gotcha but um but she's got her instagram um and she's posting pictures of fish now best thing ever so i talked to her dad yesterday and uh he's got the boat wrap coming along and we got our logo on there and she's got our you know we got to send her some shirts and stuff but yep the first official pink warrior youth athlete he said why don't you post this picture and this picture on instagram she said i can't post that he's like why she's like look in the background they're gonna they're gonna know where i'm fishing i'm like that's what i'm talking about that's what i'm talking about but she's crushing it man and we Uh, yeah he sent us some solid pre-fishing photos and what i'll do with those is you know i'll put them on our kind of our background i'll zoom them in enough to where you can't really tell where she is either so don't be don't want to be giving away our girls trade secrets now (laughs) so she's had some some pro fishermen reach out to her found her on instagram she's talked to them they're giving her tips She's got a couple bait companies that are sending her free gear. She's she's running. Yeah. She's going. Yeah, it's and, awesome. Uh, we're sponsoring her, and I'm pumped about it. So yeah, see, I think so. They say it's going to be 80 to 120 boats this this coming weekend. Which this show is going to be posted after after, but we we will get everything on track. If you follow it on on Instagram, I'll definitely have all that stuff on there. Um, they think there's going to be around 150 to 200 people at the weigh-in, so that's definitely going to be some awesome photo photo. I want to say she's up against a lot of the high schools. Yep. is what it is. Yep, she is age-wise the underdog, but uh, I think she's going to punch up a little bit. Just saying. Oh, he's he's put some money in the little boat. I think he bought like a little 18 foot, you know, bass boat, and then. You know, it's your kid, so it ain't no different than her being in, you know, travel baseball or softball or that's it. It's, it's the same, right? Like, oh, we got a fish finder. Oh, we're gonna buy this. We're gonna buy that. You know, so uh, we gotta send her some long sleeve shirts. Yep, we gotta get those done. So we'll definitely work on that. The hoodie, that and the hoodie this coming week. Um. So yeah. Uh, I guess at this point, do we uh, do we have a crawl space confession? Anyone? Anyone? Going once? No. Going, no. Jeez. No. <laughs> Come we on. We will. People. We where yeah. So we have we got a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline. That yeah, we do. We're getting back on track. I mean, we, I, we we didn't run off track. We just had some of these live shows that we posted, which are fine. But we got guests coming up. Yep. We're going to get some more contractors on the show some installers some techs um i know we're gonna have a looks like an ain't no rest for the wicked part two our buddy jason uh 
it's been you know a little over a year since he was on the show and i will tell you uh <laughs> he's had a lot he's had a lot happen in the last Speaking year crossface confession oh man that's gonna be a whole show of them that may that's be, a real life man this yeah. is this is a guy out in it that's what i want on this show yeah i want real folks yep and he is still the the number one most downloaded show of all time for us and that thing is holding strong still it is he's killed it with his show we'll find out if it's clickbait when we do yeah the next we definitely one. will <laughs> ain't no rest for the wicked underscore part two that's right um so yeah a lot of cool stuff coming Go check us out on social media again. Like I said, a little late, shameless self-plug round two, but here it is. Um, I haven't got to do this for four weeks. I got to make up for it. Um, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Trade Hounds, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, TikTok. Also, go check out HVACRD.com. Join the mailing list. Um, the vendor hub will be up here in the next week or so. I know I was working with uh, Evan and Sandra from One Thing Marketing. Again, I'll say it again. They have been awesome. Brittany's whole team there has done nothing but be top-notch and take 100% great care of us. Um, but we were working well, if you on, hadn't been, yeah. Yeah, if you hadn't been following along, so they're building our site, right? Yeah. They're, they're our premier sponsor. They're building our website. So if you got questions about getting a website built, you know, go listen to some of the shows with Brittany. DM us. Let us, you know, ask us how it's going. Yep. How do they go about it? Obviously, ours is just now coming out, so now's a good time. Yeah, right? definitely a good time. How it's going? Um, I know she was working on setting up the uh, the podcast feed into the the website build this week, as well as getting the swag shop all tied in together with everything. So it's it's getting close. I'm excited to be getting close to debuting the whole rest of this thing. So, and uh, we've got some some awesome new. HVAC R&D leather patch hats that are going to be going on the oh, the yeah. swag shop with it. So, as well as some Cajun Joe's Bayou Spice going on there. Um, proceeds going to help mom and dad with a few things. I've tried to get him to sell this stuff like my whole life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> we pretty much... Are just, Everybody that, that tries the spice says, why aren't they selling this? Yeah. I was like, I've been trying forever, and I finally. Well, your just, dad just likes to make it. He just loves to make it. He just made, and you'll laugh at this, but you want to know how excited he is about this, even though he won't admit it. He just made another fifty pounds of spice this past week. Oh, we're gonna have to sell that. No joke. So everybody, uh, the Cajun Joe's Bayou Spice is getting ready to have to get out of here hot and heavy. So uh, you you get those debit card orders keyed up and ready uh because that swag shop is going to be pumping out some cajun seasoning all over the country and i'm excited did we ever can we can you buy that from instagram did we ever figure that out um what's the deal so we can hook we can hook equid and everything to it equid's what we use for our back-end swag shop hosting um we can once we actually get it tied into the website and it's all streamlined, then we can trickle it down and get it hooked through Facebook right. and Instagram and be good to go. I just thought we just had a meeting there. Yeah, Sorry. that quick little meeting, but and t- I didn't want to, 
I didn't want to do all that knowing that Sandra had to do some stuff on her side. I want to make sure it all worked and it didn't break links or anything or mess anybody up. <clears throat> but yeah. yeah, so we got some, we're going to start working on some more swag. Um, we got some more partnerships coming down the pipeline and I've got some pretty cool ideas for some sweatshirts. Yes. We got to work on those and get those on there. I know it's getting ready to be hot as balls, but by the time that, yeah, by the time <laughs> fall rolls around, you're going to be wanting that sweet HVAC R&D beer can cold sweatshirt. Oh yeah. Ginormous patch on the back. That's it. Or a screen print. Yes. All right. Well, I gotta be, I gotta train in the morning at seven o'clock. So yeah, it's Betty by time. I don't know why these trainings get earlier and earlier. Because when they fit when, when contractors figure out that I can train at seven and they're out by nine and rolling, which is more practical for them. Yep. When that word gets out, it's just not good, man. That's early. Just a little I bit. Think, I think it's in Lexington. Yeah, it's about an hour and a half from here, so that's not too Yikes. bad. Nah, it's not too bad. Could be I just worse. gotta leave at five. You don't have to go to Raleigh, or <laughs> Myrtle Beach, or <laughs> no, that's next week. Yeah. Charleston, Charlestown, going to Charlestown, Charlestown. Uh, well, thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you uh, enjoyed listening to us ramble for holy crap longer than I thought. Um, yeah. But we needed it. It's been a while. Had to get back in the groove. Yeah, we'll see y'all next week. Appreciate everybody. Have a good week. See you. Peace.